episode. This is another one of my summertime backyard camping whisper in my tent episodes. So I've done these in prior summers as I've experimented with different ways to camp and tent in my backyard. So it's a new summer and sure enough I have a new method that I'm doing this summer and, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you all about it. First, I'll just clarify why this episode may sound different my usual episodes. I'm not in my studio. <clears throat> so you're going to hear some, a lot more external noises because I'm outside instead of in my sound buffered studio. But I must say it is very quiet out here. I don't really hear any cars, any birds, dogs, or even the air conditioner HVAC unit that tends to go off. Wow. So far, so good to tonight. Also sound different because I'm using different microphones. Usually I'm using a single large diaphragm type of studio microphone. Up oh, there's a dog. Side, I use mini boom style microphones that are somewhat, they're kind of tucked behind each of my ears and then project outward towards my mouth. And I have two of them. And what you'll hear is a stereo recording. So it right now. Alright, I'll give you some, some scratching on my tent sounds. This should sound like it's on your right. And this should be on your left. Uh, here's a zipper sound. that's right in front of me, so uh, I'll just turn my head while I do it. That may or may not have sounded like good stereo. I, I, I kind of wish it was noisier out here, because then you could hear the separate noises on each side. But right now it's, it's so quiet. 
my microphones or my audio sounds different than what I record inside of my studio. If you're new to listening to me do one of my backyard camping episodes, I'll give you a summary of what I've done in the past summers to get you caught up to date as to how what I'm doing this summer is different from prior summers. And for those of you who have heard those before, if you're like me, then you probably have forgotten <laughs> the different things I've tried. The first thing I tried was I bought a outdoor hammock that you put between two trees and it had a built-in mosquito net and I slept outside in that several times and I really liked it. It was so cozy and comfortable. The problem was that it was too snug. Once you crawled inside it, you couldn't really move. I would just feel like a banana waiting to be peeled. So from there, I bought a kind of a, a normal outdoor tent, uh, like a dome tent small, made for like two to three people. It just goes on the ground and it's not tall enough to stand up in. So that was great. Now I had a lot more room. So I put down a little uh, cushion on the ground, my sleeping bag, my pillow. I put it on the ground and that was a great improvement to comfort and movement. Uh, I think I have a, a plane going overhead. Alright, I'm going to pause it till the plane goes by. Alright, I think the plane is mostly gone. The dome dent on the ground first worked well. And then the first major problem was water. It leaked. And so then water got in there and that became a pain. Because I'd have to sleep in one corner of the tent. And the other part would start filling up with water. So I bought another ground tent. And that one worked better. But then my next major problem was I woke up one morning and my back was really killing me. And I guess it was just from sleeping on the ground. For the next several days, I just hobbled around with my back really hurting. And so I didn't want to go back to that sleeping on the ground situation if that was the problem. 
Maybe it was just accidentally coincidental. And then the third major problem of the dome tent on the grass was that it killed the grass. <laughs> so when I took the tent down because I wasn't using it because I was waiting for my back to heal, the grass underneath was dead. So I had to move on to a new method for camping my backyard that would give me more room than a, ha than a hammock. It wouldn't gather water inside and it wouldn't kill my grass. And so that's when I moved on to the cot style tent, which is a tent that's on a cot. summer. 
decide what I would do this summer to solve all those problems. And that's what I'm in now. It's my latest attempt to resolve or avoid all those problems. Alright, let me start with problem number one. Not being too cramped. So going back to the hammock, that was just too small of the space of a space. And even the cot tent, which was basically two feet by six feet, was also a very small space, is the tent I'm in now is in, I don't know, I want to say a six-person tent. It's basically ten feet by ten feet, very high dome style, and I can stand up and walk around in it. So I have lots of room in this tent. There's no issues with space. Alright, problem number two is heat. So when I went hunting for a tent, I knew it had to have a fully a full screen as a roof to allow all the heat to escape or to allow heat to easily escape and it had to have a window on all four walls window meaning a screen window as opposed to just two small windows on two of the walls so sure enough this tent has two windows like normal screen windows and then it has two doors on both of the other walls and those both have screens so anyway the easy way to say that is that all four walls have screens and then if you stare or look straight up the entire roof is a screen. There's a rain fly that goes over that, but as long as it's not supposed to rain, then I just take the rain fly off, and that easily allows all the heat to escape. I also forgot to mention the other reason I wanted a screen ceiling. I noticed was a problem in my cot tent and a problem in my dome tent was that because they didn't have screen roofs on them not only was the heat trapped but I couldn't see the stars at night <laughs> oh ain't that sweet yeah I like to lie in my tent and be able to see the stars also. That was one of the things that I really liked about the hammock that I first started with. 
is that one had that mosquito netting that went over the top of it. And when I laid in the hammock and looked straight up, I could see the stars. But then I moved into my little mini dome tent on the grass and I couldn't see the stars. And then I moved into my cot tent and I couldn't see the stars. So this became another criterion for my next thing. It is, is it had to have a fully screen, full screen ceiling so I could see the stars and also allow the heat to vent out. Alright, I can't remember the number of the problems I was going through. I think I might be on problem number four, but it doesn't matter. Another problem that I used to have that I don't have in my new tent right now is any kind of concern about a back problem because this tent is so big that I just put the cots inside the tent. Yeah. With my small dome tent that was on the ground and I slept on the ground, it hurt my back. And that tent really, I don't think, would have been large enough to put a cot inside that tent. When I bought my cot tent, which was a tent that sat on top of a cot, I never had any back problems. So, what I did was I just bought a tent that was big enough to put the cot inside. And it's actually the same cot that was a part of my cot tent. I just took the tent off the top of the cot. Now it was just a cot, so I didn't have to buy a cot to put inside my tent, which was pretty convenient. Alright, another problem was water. Well, I'll tell you right now, this tent does leak a little bit. There is some water that will get inside and it will puddle a little bit in a corner. But it's less of a concern in this tent because I'm sleeping on a cot that it just doesn't matter so much if a little water gets into the corner. When I was in my small dome, my small dome tent on the ground, then the problem with that is when water got in the tent, I would just kind of roll over a little bit in my sleep, and I'd roll into the puddle. <laughs> but that's not going to happen inside this tent. I can, I can sleep in here when it rains, and I don't worry about getting wet, because the water when it gets in the tent is just, it's coming in somewhere low. It's not dripping from the ceiling. It's um, some kind of weak seam in one of the corners. So I'm, I'm 
also not so surprised because I basically bought the cheapest tent that fit all my criteria on my criteria of the screen ceiling, the size, having the four windows um, that I could from, and I, I found this on eBay. So, yeah, I'm not surprised it leaks a little bit. This is not a high-end tent at all. It's a no-name brand. Alright, the last major problem that I mentioned before that I don't have with this tent, and this one's going to surprise you, is this one is not killing my grass. And this is going to be a mystery to you. How is it that I have a tent that is 10 feet by 10 feet in my backyard and it's not on any cots, but yet it's not killing my grass? Alright, here's the stupid answer, meaning I'm stupid. I put it on my deck. <laughs> Basically, there is no perfect solution to all my problems. I would much rather have this deck actually in my backyard, meaning on the grass, for that a little more of a camping feeling. But it would obviously just kill my grass. So I had two options once I decided that this tent was going to solve most of my problems. I had two options to prevent my grass from dying. Either put it on my porch or put it on my grass and then relocate it every couple of days. <laughs> I am just too lazy to have to tent every couple of days. I would have slacked off and then I would have killed my grass and I would have just said to myself, why didn't I just put this on the porch or the deck? I don't know. I think it's officially a deck. I know that takes away from the visual. So my wife 
wife couldn't join me, and she actually got very jealous when I bought the cot tent, and I was sleeping in the backyard in the cot tent, because it was only, it's only a single person cot tent. When I had the, the dome tent, I, I can't remember if she ever joined me for that, because I think the water was such an issue that I said, no, I still got to figure this whole thing out. It's, we're, if we both sleep in there, we're just going to get wet. So I don't think she ever joined me in the small dome tent on the grass. So that was another consideration, which is a, another big reason that I got a 10 by 10 foot uh, tent was so my wife could join me out here. And sure enough, she has. In fact, I had to kick her out to do this recording. <laughs> she was all snuck up in her cot inside here, and she was sleeping. And I had to say, Colin, you gotta, I gotta kick you out so I can do my recording. Which means, yes, I had to buy another cot. So, inside the tent are two cots. So, if she's in here, then we just push the cots together. And if she's not in here, then I can kind of pull the cots apart. You may be thinking, why didn't I just buy a single large, like, queen-size cot, because they do sell them. They have um, double-person cots, and that would have been um, better in some ways, because you don't have to worry about kind of the, the bar in the middle. They're designed to feel like a single bed, but when I push the two cots together, it kind of feels like two cots pushed together, but there are several upsides to having two single cots. The first upside is that it was cheaper to do that. I'd already owned that single cot, so having to buy just one other single cot was cheaper than having to buy a double person cot. Another benefit is that when you pull the two cots apart and it creates that space in the middle, all you need to do now is put a table between them and you have a nice picnic eating area in the middle of your cot, whereas it wouldn't work that well if you had a double cot. Another advantage is if we had some friends over and they had two kids, so some of our friends have two kids, and they both wanted to sleep in the tent because kids would think this is fun, it's like a fort out here. It's probably better if you can pull those cots apart, then the kids probably wouldn't want to sleep together in one large bed. So overall. I'm happy 
what's going on inside there. Let me in. So I unzipped the door and I wasn't sure if she was going to come in. I've never seen her inside a tent and she gets pretty weird sometimes. She was hesitant, but then she very gingerly walked into the tent, walked around, and finally just settled in. So by the time the movie had started, she was up on the cot, lying on one of us, and watching the movie with us in our little tent. <laughs> it was precious. Yes, it was. But then, that created a problem. Because we have a cat door for our house. And we have a cat doors. We, we have cat doors in most of our doors inside our house. So she is used to going in and out of rooms whenever she wants. She is used to freedom. So the problem was, how was she going to get in and out of the tent all by herself? So at first, it wasn't a problem. She would jump down and want to get out. She'd meow. We'd unzip the door, let her out, and then zip it shut. The problem was, when she would want to get back in, she would get anxious and impatient and she'd meow but then she'd start clawing at the tent for us to let her in and of course that is the worst thing she could do to this tent is to put her claws into it here is what I did and I'm amazed it worked the oh here comes another plane can you hear it Alright, I'm going to pause it. Alright, I think it's mostly gone. It may be evident that I couldn't just leave the door, the tent door, open. Because we didn't want bugs getting in. And my wife will freak out if there's any kind of bug. Not because she's afraid of bugs. But she just hates them. <laughs> like, it's, it's not fear. It's this strange hunter-driven anger. We have three fly swatters in our kitchen because as soon as she sees a fly, she goes on the hunt for it. It's, it's weird. It's like a cat chasing a laser pointer. So we couldn't just leave the tent door open. So instead, the tent door has a zipper that runs along the very bottom. And what I did was I trained her to push her face or her paw through the bottom slit that I left unzipped. And it's so cute when she comes to the tent. She just takes her face and she pushes it where I've left it unzipped on the bottom of the door. And it's, it's like she's being born. <laughs> her face comes through and then a paw comes through. And then our whole body just just comes through the unzipped portion underneath the, the door. <laughs> so now 
up and besides the plane 